Welcome to the Poultry Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest poultry nutrition research digested for you. Poultry Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Cargill works with poultry producers to drive customer profitability by being a leader in applied nutrition. All right, welcome to the Poultry Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, uh, where we'll bring you the latest poultry nutrition research uh, digested for you uh, in under 10 minutes. I'll be one of your co-hosts, Sam Rochel, uh, along with Dr. Kelly Walmsley. Hello, Kelly. Hey, Sam. Nice pun there. I like how you did that. <laughs> I'm really excited about this podcast to see how um, we can kind of delve into the latest and greatest in all poultry nutrition. So um, I'm excited to be one of the hosts with you. And I thought maybe we can kind of get to know each other or get everybody else to know each other since we already know each other. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we've known each other for a while, but I think uh, for the audience, it would be be good to, to catch up. So where are you originally from and, and kind of how did you get to your, your current position? What is your current position and, and how did you get there? Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm originally from West Virginia, go Mountaineers, went to West Virginia University and um, came here to Mississippi State in the Department of Poultry Science in September 2012. I'm an associate professor, and I think like you, Sam, I've got a research and a teaching appointment. Um, you want to give a little bit of background to everybody here? Yeah, sure. So I'm actually an Alabama native. I uh, just moved back to Alabama after being gone about uh, 10 years. So uh, I did my undergraduate and master's here at Auburn, uh, War Eagle, and uh, my PhD at University of, of Illinois, which was a great opportunity, um, a lot of history and, and animal nutrition there. Then I was on faculty at University of Arkansas in the poultry science department for about six and a half years. I loved it there. It was a great experience, but um, this was a, a great opportunity to get back and we have some exciting things going on uh, here. So I, I'm currently an associate professor uh, of poultry nutrition with a, a 70% research and 30% uh, teaching. So uh, I think we're both here in the in the southeast uh, broiler belt, uh, but I know the industries are a little bit different. What, what's the industry like in, in Mississippi? Yeah, so um, we have a lot of broilers, um, like I think you in Alabama. Um, and this is kind of embarrassing, but I don't remember the latest de detail on, we've been fifth ranked um, in the country for broiler production. And I'm not sure we may still be fifth, but we may have dropped to six. So you can correct me on that <laughs> statistic or I'll correct myself in a different episode. Um, and then we're also home. So we have lots of integrators um, and, and broilers, but we're also, what's unique is that we have the uh, number one ag company in the world um, headquartered in Mississippi, which is Calmaine Foods. So we don't have a lot of egg production, but we do have um, a big company based here also. How about in Alabama? Yeah, I mean, you know, very similar. And I think we have some companies that are kind of on the line and uh, in, in both both states. Um, so primarily broilers, uh, we've kind of gone, you know, historically between second and and third uh, in broiler production uh, with Arkansas. Um, as I mentioned previously at Arkansas, you know, there was uh, a big diversity there, a, a little less diversity in, in different types of poultry um, here, but it is neat that um, in both states I've been able to work in, have been home to uh, the two uh, largest uh, primary breeding companies. And, and as you know, we have Avigen here in, in Alabama. So 
we get the opportunity to work closely with them, which is a lot of fun. That is really cool. And, you know, I know Arkansas has turkeys. Um, I don't think Alabama has many turkeys. Not much. Yep, not <laughs> uh, Mississippi much. doesn't have any turkeys. A lot of my PhD research was in turkeys, but I'm heavy toms. I'm kind of glad to get away from the, the, the turkeys <laughs> a little bit. I love them, but it's hard work. So. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. So do you want to, what if we say kind of how we got into academia and our positions a little bit? Sure. Yeah. We, we probably had similar paths. I mean, uh, I actually wanted to, to work in the poultry industry for a very long time. I mean, my first paying job uh, as a teenager uh, was working on a broiler farm. So I had exposure early on and I actually wanted to, uh, you know, try to possibly have my own broiler farm and uh, came to Auburn in poultry science. And one thing led to another and I ended up in graduate school. And I really thought I was gonna, even, even after completing my PhD, thought I would enter the industry. And, uh, you know, as you become uh, kind of the more senior person in the lab as a graduate student and you get the opportunity to help help the more junior students, I really uh, like that. Um, I think I kind of had the teaching bug a little bit too. Um, enjoy it. I have uh, three generations. I guess I'm the third generation teacher in my family. Um, so, you know, that's uh, that's been a big part of it as well. So um, I thought I'd give it a shot. There was a great opportunity at Arkansas and uh, figured I'd give it a shot and, and uh, it looks like I may never get out of academia now. So we'll see. How about you? Yeah. So, um, I only knew that I liked to eat chicken, um, growing up. So, and ironically enough, y'all can look it up. I'm from Raleigh County, West Virginia. And if you really kind of use a little bit of artistic eyesight, the County that I'm from looks like a chicken. So really no. ironic that I wound up in poultry. Um, but yeah, I just got involved in undergraduate research with Dr. Joe Moritz and um, I fell in love. I thought, you know, I thought I was going to go to vet school because that's what you do. But um, when you love animals, but I got involved in poultry nutrition and I've just never looked back. And so um, it's been really, really exciting area. Um, and so I know for me, I've had some, you know, there's some papers that I can think up of and some um in some specific research areas that kind of inspired me to kind of go in that direction. Um, so one that comes to mind for me is the, and it's not a peer reviewed publication, although there are many um, that I really have, you know, have in my list of ones that are must reads, but it's actually a really simple paper that was more of a, um, just an extension article, and it's by Sheila Scheidler, um, who's at, she was at North Carolina State, and she's now at, uh, I think, at, uh, Nebraska still. Um, I don't think that she's retired yet, and um, she had, wrote a paper that's called Pelleting is Important, <laughs> and just really simple, but it talks about um, just analyzing feed, um, from different feed lines and then looking at segregation. And that was some of the work that I looked over a lot and that inspired me and in, in the research that I did as an undergraduate, then through my master's and PhD and then still today. So what about you, Sam? Yeah, that's neat. You know, certainly a lot of, uh, a lot of different people, I think impacted me early on as a graduate student. I mean, I was lucky enough to, t uh, take Dr. Ed Moran's class, uh, GI systems and nutrient utilization the last time he taught it here at Auburn. And so, uh, if, if you're familiar with any of his work, he's a fantastic engaging writer. He, he actually makes, uh, 
writes papers that are, are fun to read. Um, so he, uh, I'd say early on, um, when I was in Illinois and started to get into the, to the work that we do now around uh, nutrition and health and nutrition coccidiosis, you know, kind of understanding uh, the nutrition, health, and immunology, reading a lot uh, by, by Kirk Clasing, um, that, that had a big impact. And, of course, if you're from Illinois as well, you know, reading uh, Dave Baker uh, papers, it's pretty, it's kind of a requisite. But uh, all of those, you know, outside of the, the mentors I had, you know, directly um, through, my, through my master's and Ph.D., um, all had big impacts on kind of how we try to approach problems, so. And you're lucky to have been able to work with Joe. Joe's another one, too, that, you know, from afar, uh, I've always watched and, and, and really like his approach to things. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I still talk to him and we collaborate on a regular basis. And he's just uh, a lot of fun to, to, you know, run ideas off of him and collaborate. And, you know, one of the, you know, thinking about just recent areas and hot topics, um, one that I think is just reoccurring, right, is about um, nutritional consequences of feed manufacturing. I think that's kind of that. why I feel so lucky to have trained under him is that kind of combines his traditional um, nutrition approach and that he, you know, obtained with Dr. Latshaw at Ohio State. And then he went into um, training at K-State with Dr. Scott Beyer in feed manufacturer, broiler nutrition type area. And so kind of um, allowing those two areas to combine. And so I think that's one of the hot topics that's always going to be there because we have uh, new ingredients that come out, right? And then new technologies, um, new feed additives, enzymes. And so being able to kind of think not only about how, um, you know, the, those uh, those new items interact within the bird and then improve broiler health, nutrition, but also thinking about how what they do whenever they're interacting with other ingredients in the diet and um, being processed within feed. And so um, I think that's one of the hot topics and it's just constantly evolving because there are new ingredients, new technologies that are coming about. Uh, what do you think, what, what's kind of one of the biggest hot topics that you think um, is coming out and and what's kind of changed um, since you've been in academia? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I agree with you. I think the feed manufacturer, even though it's not something that I've worked in, uh, I think it's very interesting. We just had a, a group from uh, Europe here and, you know, with the, the energy crisis, um, they are brought on by, you know, all, all the issues. Um, it's, uh, you know, saving energy and, and understanding, uh, pelleting is, is really important. So I think that's, that's going to continue to be a big one. Um, you know, that, I think this is the fun thing about nutrition is, um, the, the conditions are changing all the time. Uh, you know, macroeconomics, you look at, uh, you know, things going on with soybean mill and renewable fuels right now. Um, that's changing ingredient availability and, and kind of uh, what we look at there. Um, you know, from the regulatory side, we continue to see changes there as well. So I, I think there are always new issues. Um, you know, we look at uh, topics like wooden breast, you know, that, that uh, came on pretty quickly, seem to be um, probably less emphasized now, but, you know, that's still out there. Um, so it's neat to see these things kind of come and never really totally go away. But, um, you know, new, new things are always emerging that make uh, 
what was previously a, a critical issue, maybe less, less critical. So I think that's the fun part of nutrition. I mean, personally, I've never really <clears throat> probably been a, a great specialist in any one discipline, uh, liked a lot of different things. Um, you know, so I think that's why nutrition is so fun because it brings together, you know, the, the biology and physiology, uh, chemistry and biochemistry along with the, the economic uh, part as well. So it, it's a lot of fun when, when all these come together and, and you can, uh, try to find a solution that, that might make sense um, across all of those different fields. Yeah, I agree. And it's, it, you know, it's really kind of neat that in our jobs, we can be in the classroom, then at, in the lab, then at the farm, in the feed mill. That's <laughs> right. Yep. yep. You just never know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could be uh, hosting a podcast one day and, and weighing well, that... uh, chickens the next day and, you know, on an international flight the following day. So every every day is, is different. So, so um, it's, you know, one of the big things um, that you're working on in your lab or recently something, you know, that you've been, I guess, you know, either from Arkansas or at Auburn or even in your graduate career, mm -hmm. is there yeah. a project that you, that comes to mind that you thought, man, I'm so proud of that. I feel like that is just the, some of my biggest contribution thus far or something of that nature. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, that's kind of always hard to, to value. And, um, but I think the thing that I like to, to think about the most and have worked on is, is the work that I started as a graduate student at Illinois, you know, the nutrition by coccidiosis interaction. I've had a couple of uh, graduate students since work on that, um, from different angles, both from, you know, acute challenges to, to the coxy vaccine, which is so widely used now and understanding how nutrition can play a role there. Um, I think that's been a lot of fun and, and it's opened some doors too for other great work um, from, from other labs, uh, I think. So uh, that, that's probably something that um, I'm most proud of on, on that line of work and, and we've been able to publish some stuff in that. But we have a lot of good things going on right now. I mean, I have um, several graduate students working on a range of projects from uh, digestible uh, phosphorus and calcium to uh, you know, another continue. hot topic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> another, there's plenty, um, you know, continue to work around amino acids and, and how that's influenced by stress and, and amino acid digestibility. So, um, you know, a lot of good things. How about you? What, what are you, uh, probably most proud of and, and, you know, what's that influenced, uh, what you're working on now? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I have to go with what kind of what you said, you know, the work that you get involved with early on that you feel like, I mean, you pour your heart and soul into it. And um, the first project I ever did, we had to repeat it um, because it just, <laughs> it just didn't necessarily make sense. And right. I mean, you know, I think that it was that part that kind of taught to me kind of, I mean, that's why they call it research. Right. right, right. <laughs> um, so it was one of the first projects that we did on pellet quality. Um, mm -hmm. And, and, kind of identifying what it means to have high pellet quality in modern broilers. Um, but, you know, I remember even like following up with some of the turkey work, even calling you, Sam. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I called you whenever we were in grad school trying to get help on some SAS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. To help me on some, um, it was a passage rate um, yeah, with yeah. looking at different manufacturing techniques and passage rate and then trying to relate to th that to digestibility. But there were all these things that just kind of tied together. Um, 
but definitely even just the students. I mean, I think that's why we're both kind of where we are. I mean, just the research we're super passionate about, but then just the students and being involved in their projects and also kind of seeing their, you know, aha moments. Um, and we, I think we have a lot of similar fields where we have um, applied, you know, approaches um, to try to address today's nutrition problems in broilers. And so we've done a lot of gut health um, projects too, enzyme projects and um, amino acid, um, some requirements, and then um, working with some new strains of broilers and trying to figure out their requirements and amino acids and energy. And um, so it, it's just always like we're talking about hot topics and we're talking about things that we're proud of and how we've gone through, but they're kind of similar themes, but then new things that we learn along the way. And so that's it. That's another exciting thing to me that keeps, you know, our field so interesting. Yeah, I agree. And, and I agree on the student part too. I think, um, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, we're getting far enough along in our careers where, you know, you get to see some students um, really make an impact. Former students in the industry, uh, you know, maybe get uh, a second job or a promotion. And so it's a lot of fun to, to see that. Um, again, even though I can't believe uh, it doesn't seem like that long ago, you know, we were comparing notes in graduate school, but um, it, it, it flies by for sure. But yeah, I think, um, you know, all this is, is exciting. And, and, and that's something that excites me about the podcast, you know, the opportunity to learn uh, some new stuff uh, that maybe we're not, you know, seeing in the literature yet or, uh, catching at the meeting, uh, you know, give people an opportunity to try to extend that to a wider audience and then, you know, just expand the, the, our networks and, and help other people do the same. So what, uh, I guess that's the reason why I kind of uh, am excited and agree to do this. How, how about you? Yeah, I mean, the same reason, just, um, you know, try something different. <laughs> I mean, one, right, right. Um, mix it up a little bit because, you know, obviously go into the lab, to the farm, feed mill, you know, classroom, that's just getting really boring. So I need to add something <laughs> else in there. That's um, right. Or yeah. on a flight somewhere, whatever, driving, driving down a back road to a farm or feed mill somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's exciting. It expands our network and um, we can reach other people. And I think it's, it's neat that you can, get to put a face to the name and, and be able to learn new, exciting things um, in our field in poultry nutrition. So that's what I'm really excited about. And, you know, you know, one thing that's really cool, I think also about our job is that we get to travel all over the world, but being in academia, we kind of, it's when we kind of want to, to <laughs> not necessarily yep. it's, it's, it's the balance, but also it's, it's a little bit by choice to be able to, um, meet with a lot of different people. So um, what's something, I guess, to be leaving people with before we kind of exit? Um, what's something that you've been, or location that you've visited recently for work? And, you know, what's what are you most excited about coming up to? Yeah, um, you know, really since I've made the move, I haven't done much much traveling since we've been here at Auburn, um, unfortunately. But uh, I do have some exciting trips. I mean, of course, we have PSA uh, in Philadelphia coming up um, the week after that. Go. Yeah, that's right. Back, this close closer to home for you too, right? Um, yeah, a little bit. We're going to be taking a road trip with some of my students, so <laughs> stay tuned. That could get interesting. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. We're taking a road trip to the airport, and then we're. Uh, 
gonna gonna get into you might be the smarter one yeah (laughs) maybe maybe so uh yeah i do have a trip uh i I hope to get to go to morocco um later this year so that should be a fun one um it's really yeah just uh you know pretty busy uh trying to get the the lab up and running here at auburn how about you do you have any big trips this year yeah, well, I mean, like most of our friends are, yeah. at e- they're traveling to ESPN and, That's you know, right. we weren't able to make that <laughs> just a little bit of um, FOMO for that, but <laughs> Agree. Agree. Um, next time we're going to be there, ESPN, uh, the next time around, we're definitely, yeah. we're, we're going, sure. Sam, okay? For sure. We're going to host, we're going to record an episode there. <laughs> on site, on location, that'd yeah. be great. That's right. Um, well, I just... I got back from Cancun. I went to World Nutrition Forum um, and was lucky enough, which you you went to the previous time that they had, I think. So this was in Cancun, um, hosted by DSM. And then when you went, it was in South South Africa, right? Yeah, yeah, Cape Town. Yeah, that's really cool. That I mean, that's trip. a great yeah. opportunity for us, you know, as academics to go there and interact and learn about interact with just such a wide variety of people that we wouldn't necessarily be able to interact with and discuss science and kind of behind the research projects, um, that we would, that we normally would be able to. Um, so that was a really exciting meeting to go to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm jealous. I I didn't get to make that one either, but that's, I'm, I'm glad you did that. That's awesome. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to Philadelphia and PSA there. And um, I know I've got a couple students giving presentations. Hopefully, I don't look like too astray from long hours on the road with all of them. It'll be really interesting. Um, <laughs> how about you? Do you you guys have some presentations also? Yeah, we do. It's it's that time of year, right, where uh, you know you're helping your own students, and you know we have departmental practices coming up. So oh yeah, uh, that's just part of the part of the season of the summer. Uh, for, that's right. What we do, but looking forward to it, and I'm sure we'll get to catch up in person there. Um, so. Anyway, uh, any any closing thoughts here on our on our first introductory uh, episode to the Poultry Nutrition Black Belt podcast? Yeah, I mean, I just want to just say that I'm really excited to interact with um, people. And, you know, this is a little bit longer of a podcast. Normally, we're going to make this, I think, you know, less than 10 minutes. And it's going to be something that you can get in the car when you're running an errand and, you know, go into the gas station to gas up your vehicle or go in to grab you know, something quick at the grocery store. And so we're looking to invite, you know, the latest and greatest um, poultry nutritionists and get them to share some of the research and what they're working on. And um, we're really excited um, to be able to to share this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel the same. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a success. And I don't think it'll be long until we have uh, more viewership, listenership than the uh, Swine Nutrition Black Belt podcast, which is a, a personal goal uh, for me. So we'll see. We're going to kill it, man. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Well, it's great talking with you. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, I don't know when we'll be on together uh, again, but anyway, I look forward to your upcoming episodes. So can't wait. Looking forward to meeting up soon. And maybe we're going to have to make this like a, I don't know, once every, you know, two months or three months or really kind of thing, we can just do a couple minutes here and there. So that's right. Compare notes. That's right. That's right. Well, I wish you the best and good luck at uh, PSA and uh, looking forward to seeing you. 
All right, you too. Thanks, Gil. And then looking forward to also um, being able to get to know all our, our listeners out there. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to be a good time. So thanks, Kelly. And uh, yeah, we look forward, forward to it.